This is your grandfather, and you're listening to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. going on everybody welcome back uh another episode another week call me when it's over the greatest show on earth thank you very much thank you very much i appreciate it i appreciate it thank you thank you thank you uh i am your host your girl favorite artist joseph's boy aka the king of show style oh that, yeah that sounds so nice aka young christopher williams reincarnated even though he ain't dead aka young light-skinned denzel aka the stroke is real Thank you, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys for coming back. Uh, it's episode thirty-two. Thank you. Big shout out to everybody who listens. Uh, my downloads are looking good. My streams are looking good. Big shout out to the guy Rich Razorworks.net. That's my guy. But CommonSolver.com. Team Josie Boys in the building. Uh, shout out to everybody who's watching on Facebook Live. All my people who hit me up on Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, I do get shout outs on Twitter and, Twitter and stuff like that, but I don't really use it too much. Maybe I should. I don't know. I always have funny shit to say. So maybe I should use that a little more. But shout out to everybody. If you are looking for me on on uh, any social media, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word, hashtag you girl's favorite artist. That's my Instagram. But Snapchat is dead or it's about to be dead. So like, don't even worry about finding me on Snapchat. Like, You just slide in my DMs on Instagram. So I'll take that. But, um, yeah. Coronasover.com. I'm Josie's boy, and we're back for another another week. Uh, first, let me start off with my shout-outs. Big shout-out to my guy Nico and the whole uh, Zone Tribe. That's family right there. You know what I'm saying? They're always showing me love. So they just dropped up, dropped some new dad hats. Let me get this light in real quick because I don't want to look like too super bright. Uh, big, yeah, big shout-out to them, and uh, they, they've been showing me love from Jump. Nico, he's going to come back on soon. I forgot which episode he was on, but he was on, I think it's like 14, round 14, so go ahead and check that out. Matter of fact, just go to comeonwithsilver.com and download everything. And if you have a problem with that, you can subscribe to me because I'm on iTunes. So go to your podcast app and search comeonwithsilver.com. Well, not .com, but comeonwithsilver, and you can just subscribe to that. So that way you can't complain about ever missing anything. Thank you. A big shout out to my brother, Mark Bays, a.k.a. Push the Guard. Uh, I played a few of his joints this week, got great reception. So big shout out to him. Uh, everybody, you know, I'm show, show him a little love. You know what I'm saying? It's at Mark underscore B A Mark with a C underscore B A Z E. Uh, and a big shout out to my, my sponsors, plastic Hollywood, plastic Hollywood.com, uh, X's instead of O's show them some love. There's some four winner stuff, uh, out right now. That's ridiculous. Shout out to my guy, Tycho moon X and uh, nothing but love. And, uh, yeah, let's get the business. You know, uh, one more shout out. Actually, matter of fact, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who reaches out to me on Instagram. I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of DMs, uh, people that just show me love in general uh, when, it, when it comes to my art stuff. And I mean, just anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to ask advice. So big shout out to uh, at the life of chief. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. He follows me too. Uh, you know, young dude. He showed me some love recently. Uh, you know, one, one, one thing I do want to tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's in the middle. If you're doing something great. Keep going because you inspire somebody. You know what I'm saying? You inspire a lot of people. I'm not trying to get like sappy and shit, but you inspire people. People look up to you. I know for a fact I do dope shit, so people look up to me. And um, to all the people who don't want to give credit where credit is due, call me daddy. I, I birth, I birth son, you. you just hit thank you. And I'm, I'm, I mean that in all seriousness. <laughs> I mean in all seriousness. Say thank you. That wait. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Shout out to everybody that doesn't. Shout out to everybody who has been on my show. Shout out to everybody who never returns any of my phone calls or my text messages or all my emails. I ain't chasing nobody. I ain't chasing nobody. So. Yeah, thank you. Perfect timing. Thank you. Man down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man down. So big shout out to everybody. You, The people who don't respond to me are the people that are just as important as the people who do show me love. So eat a dick. Thank you. I appreciate you. Now, <laughs> can we get the business? Let's get the business. So... Uh, I had a lot of things to talk about. I have a lot of things to talk about. That had I have a lot of things to talk about. And um, shout out to everybody, you know, sharing the videos. Please, please, people, keep sharing it. You know what I'm saying? Let your friends know. Uh, there's a sexy licensing guy on camera right now. So please let everybody know. You know what I'm saying? So let's not, not yet. Not, not, yet, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. So just get ready. for You know, there's going to be some good shit y'all can't hear on Facebook Live right now. So, uh, yeah, I had a few things to talk about. Clearly, everything always goes out the window whenever whenever this happens. So, uh, I'm definitely going to touch on the, the, the whole, the whole Kanye thing. As everybody's heard, uh, Kanye is in, in, uh, hospitalization for mental exhaustion. So that's, that's a whole, whole big thing. Uh, but real, like I I do want to say, before I get into that, I do want to say something real quick. Uh, every, a lot of, a lot of women on my page are talking about Gucci man proposing to his girlfriend at a Hawks game. And um you would think something like that would make somebody happy, but I've seen a lot of anger towards it. <laughs> not not so much because Gucci Man is taken. I'm not gonna say anything bad about him because he got people. So I don't want that nigga to come see me. Like he gonna come get me. That nigga gonna come get me. So I need to, you know. But you thank you. Perfect time. I I wouldn't be shocked if I heard one of those while I was, when that nigga came around me. I, you would think that people were happy, but for some reason, I see a lot of. I'm all right. I'm not gonna say a lot. I seen one person like serious anger. Everybody says, "Oh my god, look at that ring! Look at that ring!" This other chick is like, "He couldn't get on his knee." I'm like, "Man, relax, relax, relax." Shout, shout out to everybody who was mad at his proposal, but let's let let's let's keep it light. Like my man was at a Hawks game. The kid, like it was it was funny to me. I'm like, like he a hood nigga. What do you know? What do you know? Right, like he just wanted like, like he was waiting for the like you gonna move. You gonna move? You uh, beg me. So, if I mean for everybody who didn't see, they were at a, a Hawks game. I think it was like last night or something. Well, not well. Whoever downloads this episode when it comes out, it's not gonna be last night. But everybody on Facebook Live last night, it happened last night. Uh, the Kiss Cam came around, and he 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 pulled out a, a, a <laughs> when the Kiss Cam got on him, he leaned over and it looked like he was pulling a gun out of his shoe, but he actually had a, a, a ring box in his sock. And uh, he pulls the ring out, and he, like, stands up. And, I, th- you know, it looked like he was just trying to give, you know, everybody, you a celebrity, you give you a salute to the camera and all that good shit. It looked like he just stood up to give a salute. And my man, like, literally holds the box out. He opens it and, like, gives it to her. Like, he's giving her a card or some shit. He's like, here, take it. <laughs> like, you know you know what this is. It's like it's like those rappers that you don't know on on SoundCloud. So the first thing they say is, you already know who it is. It's like, no, nigga, I don't know who it is. And so you give it to her, like, you know what to do. You know what to do, like, you should be crying right now. You should be happy. Now, yes, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, well, for one, for one, that ring is, is beautiful. That shit is, it's like just 10 big ass diamonds on the ring. There's like no, it's just, that shit is big. Pause. That shit is amazing. So I've seen so much anger because people were mad that he didn't get on his knee. And I'm like, does that really matter anymore? Uh, I mean, maybe, you know, one day when I do decide to give somebody my, my blessing of my last name, 
<laughs> when I do decide to give somebody that blessing, uh, may, maybe I am going to get on my knee. I don't know. I got a bad left knee. I mean, y'all don't know. I got screws in my knee. Everybody close to me knows. I have screws in my left knee. So I'm not sitting saying I'm e- immobile, but I'm not trying to be on my knee for too long. Like, I don't know the reper- repercussions. Uh, right. I don't know what could happen. If you don't say yes within the first 10 seconds, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, my shit might lock up. I don't know. I have no clue. So he like he pulls the ring out and he's standing there and I, I got it. He wanted to catch the kiss cam really quick. It wanted to happen really quick. So I can't I can't be mad at that. Like he's he let's be honest. He a fucking drug dealer from Atlanta that all he knows is like shooting people. And his girl was like super loyal to him. She well, supposedly. She was super loyal to him. Nigga gave her two million dollars for for for, for 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 staying for staying on point. You know what I'm saying? So it it is what it is, but go ahead. What, what, he's rich. Couldn't he like buy the kiss can for like two minutes? I don't know. I have no clue. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's a that's a really good question. That's actually a really good question. I'm pretty sure if Jesse from Full House was there, he would have did it. So he would have, you know, he would have sang a song and everything. So um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So it's I, I'm you know I'm I mean me being a guy, I mean I really could care less. Um, he asked her. It was, shouldn't that be the first hurdle y'all get over? You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear so much about... Uh, c- clearly, I'm about to go on a, a, a quick rant. This has... This was not the way I was supposed to start the show, but it's going to happen anyway. Uh, and <laughs> shouldn't it Shouldn't it be good enough that he asked her anyway? Because let's be honest, there's a lot of women out here that just end up, you know, playing, playing boo-boo the fool, being together with somebody for 10 years. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, I don't really need you anymore. I'm out of jail. I'm good. You sent me my commissary. You put my money on my books. I'm good. I don't really need you no more. So now I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. And uh, you you be happy with holding me down for so long, all right? I'm going to see you later. Like, she got the ring. She 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 She's about to have that nigga money, you know, honesty. Let's just be happy with that. Let's congratulate the hood dude for actually asking somebody to marry them and not being a baby mama. Let's, let's be happy about that. You know what I'm saying? Because that could have easily went left and turned into a whole uh, Sean Kemp situation. Uh, d- even Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard got like seven different baby mothers. Like, No coincidence that he plays for the Hawks and they were at a Hawks game. So anyway, whatever. So this actually leads me into in, into something I was going to talk about in the second half of the show, but I'm about to just open the show up with it. You know, I get serious on the second half of the show. Uh, the holiday seasons are upon us. Uh, for everybody watching me on Facebook Live, uh, what, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So everybody who downloads the show later, Thanksgiving will have, have passed. You will have gained your 20 pounds and you would have finished all your your uh, your leftovers and you would have gotten to a fight with your drunk-ass uncle and oh my. your ratchet-ass girlfriend would have came over and fucked everything up. Like, yes, that would have happened. Oh, shout out to my guy, Mitchell. Mitchell, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Big shout out to you. I, yeah, we I, we got to link up. I ain't, hear, I ain't hear from you in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I got to hit you up, son. So big shout out to my guy, Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, so the holiday season upon us, upon us, of course, there's, you know, this is the time where everybody meets uh, your, your you didn't know, your lesbian aunt's best friend, you know, your her close friend. This is the time where you guys, you guys meet her or you meet the that that infamous boyfriend that, that your daughter or cousin or something like that has been talking about. This is the time where family gets together. And we all know, like, Down after... Yes. After, <laughs> after, uh, for some reason, after Halloween, like Thanksgiving didn't matter. Just like Christmas commercials. It's like uh, Thanksgiving. What's that? Stuffing turkey. What's that? No, Santa Claus is coming up next. Fuck a turkey. So you know, uh, uh, 
right now is, is about the time where everybody starts pretty much introducing everybody and uh thanksgiving is like is like the audition for boyfriends and girlfriends so i'm here to give a little advice on a few things and i give great advice for everybody that knows me or who doesn't know me actually if you don't know i give great advice i give amazing advice trust me i'm light-skinned i'm not a doctor but you can you still trust me so <laughs> yeah i was about to thank you very much everybody that downloads this episode will definitely hear the sexy music playing i'm sorry you guys officially live can't hear it so what are we going to start with as you go see everyone for, uh, for for Thanksgiving, the cranberry sauce is out. The succulent turkey is sitting there. Or as Plaza would say, the fried turkey. I don't know what a turkey is. I know what a turkey is. Turkey has an R in it. Uh, so, you know, the ham, if you indulge in that, is out. Everything's there and the food is, is, is done. The doorbell rings. It's Keisha with, with her new boyfriend. Now... The big question about relationships, when is it, is it, when is the right time to introduce somebody new to your family when it comes to the holidays? Because in all honesty, like, all right, so this is, this is, this is how I see it. Now, if you meet my family, it has to be super serious. Like, I have to like you. I have to like you. And you're not going to meet my family before I know, know you for at least a year. There had at least, but I see, you know, there there's no timetable on when you when you like somebody or when you how deeply you fall in love or or, or like or whatever, like all that, <laughs> all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know a timetable on that. I don't know how you feel, but in my opinion, I think you should wait at least like if you're not with that person for for at least nine eight nine months, six to nine months. It's the perfect time to bring them around for things because nine times out of ten, if you with somebody for less than a year, they're probably not going to be around for that long. Like that—that—that's my rule. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna claim any. Well, I can't say that. Let me shut up because somebody gonna come for me on that one. Uh, for you to, yeah, I'm gonna shut up. For you to be like a like a for real for real. Thank you. For you to be like a for real for real girlfriend, like a legit girlfriend in my eyes. You have to be with me for at least a year. Like that that that's like that's when probation's over. I'm not saying I'm out here like fucking everything while we're together, but probation ends at a year. That's like all right. No, no side. You do not bring any side chicks anywhere near your family. There is like that's a number one rule. And niggas be fucking it up. You cannot bring any side women to any holiday parties. I don't care how good she suck your dick. I don't care. I don't care how wet anything is. I don't care how much money she got. You do not bring a side chick to any holiday parties. If things Thanksgiving is what the twenty twenty fourth, Thanksgiving twenty fourth, you celebrate at Denny's or something like that on the twenty for her. Take her to Red Lobster on the twentieth. And I'm not trying to demean anybody, but they, but we all know there's levels to shit. We all know there's levels to shit. We all know. All right, you know what? Let me not say that because everybody matters. Everybody matters. Everybody's important. We're all humans. We all bleed. We all breathe. Let me not say that somebody's better than somebody. I'm not going to say all vagina matters. I'm not going to say that. Now, that's a good question. Uh, when, when does your girl get to meet your friends? Now, here's the thing. Me personally, I'm, I'm the kind of person that has maybe this amount of friends. <laughs> it's like this much. So I'm... I do feel all right. So now, if you're really cl- like, if these are your boys, like people, are, I don't, I don't consider the people close to me friends. Like, if you're close to me, your family, 
like I don't I don't say all that friend shit like we're we're family. I'm saying like you my brother or if you know whether you're female, you're my sister or whatever. Which that word sister and bro and all like it's it's very thin now because niggas is running around calling people sis and calling people bro and they off knocking knocking it down in the closet. So the people the people close to me in my life I've known for like six years or more. Yeah, about six years or more. And there's no timetable on how close you get to somebody. That's like I said, let's 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 not go crazy with that. But when it comes to like if these are your 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 guys, like your people, though they should be the the stand they should all right, how can I put this? They should they should have a big say so. A big say so. Not in how you feel, but if that woman is good enough for you. So no man should be afraid of bringing a woman around his friends because they're the standard. They would they if they're close to you they know what you like they you know they know they should know what suits you so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say maybe depending on the situation depending I'm gonna say like I give it you know the the least amount of time three months three months and that's and that that's not that's not so much with with chilling that's I you know well it depends on the setting. Uh, if we're like going out to go do something, like if we're all going to dinner or if we're all going for drinks or like that, like that, that, that's not super duper important. Like when you go into bars and all that shit, like that's, but we're talking about like an intimate setting where it's like, uh, a birthday party, <laughs> like a birthday party or, uh, like just, just coming to somebody's house to come chill. And that like, to me, that's, that, that, that's the intimate stuff. That's the stuff that matters. Uh, so I'm going to give it maybe, you know, at the least three months, at the most six, at the most, depending on which friends they're going to meet. Because there's levels of friends. Like I got, you would have your closest friend who would be like your brother or your big brother, depending on age or whatever. Uh, That would be like the pinnacle of somebody you should meet. Like that is the person that like has some sort of final judgment. So I'm going to say... For me, like three, like three. Best friend, best friend. It's tricky to meet a best friend though, because you want to like if if all right if a woman meets your best friend, they'll that that's the, well that's a person you want them to meet anyway because you'll know right away. Because if they can't if they can't get along with your friends, or your best friend, then they shouldn't be around you because that person's going to be around their best friend all the time. So if y'all can't gel, then that situation just just might not work. No matter how great the sex is, like. You got you guys will probably fuck a lot, but you just won't meet all their friends. So me personally, when it comes to like meeting uh, a a really close friend of mine or my best friend, I I, I personally have no depending on the woman, depending on the woman. I don't really have too much of a timetable. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say maybe, like I said, three months maybe, if that. Yeah, probably probably, probably about three months. I gave it three months, so that that'll be like the least amount of time. So. Uh, now, if you want to know how a woman feels about you when it comes to these, uh, holiday situations, you'll know where your ranking is when the food is served. It's the same thing as a barbecue. Well, you know what? That's tricky too, but see, see if, see if your woman, it, that's very, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It is tricky. Cause some women, some women don't like serving men so they're not gonna make somebody a plate but if your woman offers to make you a plate 
off the bat. Like your company, if you if if all right, if your woman takes you to her parents' house, her aunt's house, whatever, some family member for a holiday and there's dinner involved and she doesn't offer to make you a plate, something's wrong. Something's wrong because that your company, your company, something's wrong if you don't get or if they don't offer to make you a plate, your company. That for one, that's rude as shit. That's rude. Not even I don't even get, hey, you want something to drink? That's rude as shit. So if you end up in somebody this is guy or girl. Cause in all honesty, a man, if if a man brings you home to his parents' house, his close family, whatever, he should offer you some kind of refreshment, food. You shouldn't have to. It, it, it's it, you know, in black households, it'll be hey, you know, come serve yourself or whatever. The man should get up and say, "Yo, are you hungry? Like, do you want to get something to eat?" And it should go vice versa. It should be both people. But both of you, either one of you guys, should say, "You know, hey, you want a plate or you want something to drink or like that's common courtesy." You know what I'm saying right there. I haven't had a woman yet that I met that hasn't offered anything to me, like uh, food, food wise, of course. I mean, clearly I'm talking about food. But and anytime I go to uh, somewhere with with uh, a woman, even if she's just my friend, it's always, hey, yo, can I get you something to drink? You want something to eat? Like you hungry? You know what? You you want a blanket? You cold? <laughs> Are you cold? You chilly? Give me turn Netflix on. <laughs> like you want to watch TV, uh, but yeah, it sh- it should be it should you know, there's levels. There's 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 definitely levels. So now, if you're in a serious relationship when the holidays come, there's one annoying thing that you got to worry about. That's dealing with a house full of people, and uh, now yeah, now I'm gonna need some music. Yeah, now I'm gonna need some music. So I would like to fancy myself, thank you, as a professional. When it comes to having sex with a house full of people. This is where it gets fun and it gets tricky at the same time. So if you are in a relationship and the, the family is really big, especially if they're in a house, for some reason, uh, all the women I meet grew up in houses. Like they didn't grow up in a project like me. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, they didn't have to worry about it, but they're super fancy, extremely, extremely lucky and blessed. Uh, Somebody's gonna want to have sex because you're gonna be waiting for the food. You're gonna be close to that person, especially if she got a nice little dress on. Because you know, you know how it goes. She want to impress everybody. Uh, if everything's hugging at the at the right spots, you're not gonna sit there and think about, yeah, I want to play video games with her little brother. You're gonna think, I want to play with that ass. That's what I want to do. Thank you. So, <laughs> so here's what you do. I'm gonna be real quick with this too. I'm gonna be real quick with this too. Uh, here's what you do now: if you're in the house, if this is your first time in the house, I'm sorry. The woman should know what to do, or the man, whatever. Who's how, whoever, whoever's whoever's comfortable or familiar with the house should know what they're doing. Uh, but if you, as the man or woman, you know if you know where you're going, you should locate the the, the basement first. If there if there's a basement, because if you're in the house, it should be a basement. Locate the basement first. Know if it's accessible. Know how many rooms are upstairs, downstairs, or whatever. Know where the bathroom is. Never have sex in the bathroom in somebody's house, ever. Especially if there's dinner involved. Because somebody's going to have to shit in some part of the house. So never have sex in the bathroom in anybody's house. <laughs> that's just ignorant. Unless everybody sleep. If everybody sleep, that's a different story. So, okay. Clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's real tricky. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been in that situation too many times. Wait too many. No, I've, I'm, no I've never... I've, 
I've never gotten caught in anybody's bathroom. Thank God. Never. Now I've been I've been caught in a McDonald's bathroom, but I've never been caught in the bathroom in somebody's house. <laughs> I was I was seventeen. Please, like I was that was dumb. I sh- I should have just waited till I got home. I mean, I I did get busy in the McDonald's bathroom. I'm not gonna say that was a mistake. I don't re- I don't regret that at all. It was fun. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was fun. It was dumb, but it was fun. Yeah. So if you if if stay away from bathrooms. Always locate how many rooms are around. Locate the basements. If there is one, to lo- locate the basement. And if your friends grew up on that block, if they have their own apartment, you should be able to like go there and let them know, like, yo, son, I got this, got this joint. Like, let me, <laughs> me and my girl want to get away for a few minutes. Let me, you know, let me go slide off or something like that. Don't fuck your sheets up, though. Like, don't use this bed. That's, that's whose bathroom you use. Use your friend's bathroom. That's whose bathroom you use. So it's like, you know, I'm trying. We trying to slide away real quick. So nine times out of ten, everybody cooking, everybody paying attention anyway. So uh, I'm talk more about that later later on. I'm not even going to get too crazy on that. Uh, actually, I'm going to give advice on that in a separate interview. Uh, you going crazy with these, <laughs> these sound effects. I am, right? I know. I'm always dropping, uh, dropping gems. You know what I'm saying? Dropping gems like a... Hit with the Yo, <laughs> I'll talk about this in a, in a separate time. But yeah, everybody who's bringing somebody new home for the holidays, just be careful to be ridiculed. Be careful to be, uh, especially the man, because there's always some somebody's father wants to be tough, somebody's uncle wants to be tough. I feel like women got it easier when you meet, like when you're new and you meet family. For some reason, you guys don't really get harassed too much. You get the the, the the mother or the aunt or the grandmother that says, oh, my God, you're so pretty. So what do you do? How did you meet my son? The the dude got to sit there with brothers and depending, uh, fathers. And it's like, so I, I never in my life got, got that question, what's your intentions with my daughter? I just said, I want to I want to fuck a nigga. What you mean? I, I'll never do that. It's mad disrespectful. I'll never say that shit. But, you you know, you, you it, 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 was I lying, though? Was I lying? You all, you always like dudes have a hard time when it comes to meeting new people during family situations because you have to sit around all the testosterone. The women, they'll be invited, they'll be invited to the kitchen. You get to go, yeah, you go sit with the mom, you go sit with the aunt, the grandma. Like y'all, y'all probably get to cut the greens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they offer you like some wine or something like that. Me, I gotta sit there watching football with niggas. I don't, cause you know, men don't talk to new, other men when they're new. Right, because then they're going to say, they're going to have some bad to say, look at this nigga, tight-ass jeans. What you dating a faggot? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with this nigga? Yeah, I got to see, you got to, especially on Thanksgiving, oh, what, well, what, well, nah. Christmas might be a little bad, too, especially if you're not in the, into basketball and the whole house of every man in there. I feel, yo, I felt bad for any dude that came around a few years ago when I, when I was in my situation. Like, new people, I've, I've been there, so I just look at them like, yo, y'all, you don't, you, you a gazelle right now. Like there's lines just circling you right now, especially when you meet the father that don't talk, the nigga that wants to be tough, the nigga that wants to be super stern. Especially if he's tall, if he's really tall, like you know he gonna want to be tough because he got like a size fourteen shoe or some shit like that. It's like that's cool. I wear eleven. You only got like you got three inches on my foot. Pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> pause. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 not. It's not. It's not. It's supposed to be fun meeting new people. During the holidays, but that shit is tough, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That shit ain't easy at all. It really is, though. You got all right. You gotta for one. You gotta look good. You gotta know what you're wearing because you can't go to just you can't just go to uh 
to to things he wore the jean suit on. That's the first thing a nigga a nigga in the hood gonna do. They're gonna think I'm gonna get a white I'm gonna get a white jean suit. That's gonna I'm gonna look good. I'm gonna get a white jean suit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get some Pradas. I'm gonna fold the street get some Pradas. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and that's I'm going I'm going to go get a jeans suit, you know what I'm saying? I'm po- possibly maybe a Burberry shirt. You know what I'm saying? That the See, not not any one, just the polo with the on on the collar, on the collar. A call, oh, shout out to Kayla. What's going on, Kayla? How you doing? Oh, po- yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard for a man to meet somebody new. Oh, well, new family at least. That you know I mean, you know, it's hard to meet a uh, a new family. I I've been in that situation before because you think about it. You, not only do you have to impress, like, all right, I'm really good with mothers. Mothers like me. Women. All right, let me not let me say this without sounding conceited at all. Women like me. I didn't need the music. I didn't need the music this time. <laughs> I didn't need the music this time. Not this time. Uh, mothers, mothers like me. Women like me. Women and uh, I. I'm I'm all right. I can't, I can't, I can't claim myself to be charismatic. I can't do that. I've heard that I was, but I can't claim it for myself. Supposedly, I am charismatic. I don't know, whatever. Uh, I keep hearing that I'm smooth. I can't claim it. I'm telling y'all. I'm. This is a disclaimer. I'm telling y'all right now. I, I didn't say all these things about myself. I believe it. I believe it 100. percent I just didn't say it about myself. So, I if if any situation I've been in, I walk in and. I'm I I'm not gonna say I get nervous fast, but I it's a little tense. You know what I'm saying? You get a little, little tension because uh, you don't know who to say hi to first. Because you want to see who the mother is, so you know. All right, if I stay with this woman, I got to know what she's gonna look like in a few years. So I want to see her. So thank God, every almost every woman I've ever dealt with, they moms are bad. Like except for one, her mom was bad looking. Like it was terrible. I ain't gonna call no names. I'm not conceited. At all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Brewster. I'm not conceited, at all. I'm I'm sh- extremely high, highly sure of myself. But I'm not conceited. I don't think I'm better than anybody. Not like in normal life, but whatever. Anyway, uh, I've never had a problem like walking into a house, and if it's a room full of women, I'm good. As soon as the men come, like unless it's like yo, now I'm to the point where if I meet a little brother, the little brother's like 22. Now I have to impress you too. I gotta wear the right things. For one, I can't look like a bum in front of her father. All right, I, I, I can't look like a bum in front of her father. Now I gotta have the right thing on to impress her brother because her brother probably in the Jordans and shit like that. He not if I wear if I wear some regular ass shoes, he he's not gonna respect me. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem off off jump. That if they find out I don't have a car, it's like oh shit, this nigga ain't shit. He ain't got nothing. Now you you dealing with that tension, but then the women in the family all they, they see like for some reason women that I a lot of women I mean like they see potential first like women uh, women see the best in you from jump men are like straight when they meet other men it's all about testosterone it's like it's it's, it's straight peacock feathers it's like alright yeah it's just straight lines I'm ready to fucking box I'm not even gonna lie to you I, I, I walk into a room full of dudes I just meet the first time I'm like alright who's y'all losing 2k that's the first question you gotta ask who's y'all losing 2k y'all got PS4 or Xbox what you doing I could, I could bust your ass on both. Who playing dice? Not me. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't play spades. I don't play dice. <laughs> I don't like playing cards much. Maybe Uno. I don't know. Maybe Uno. Talk to me when y'all fuck around with Connect Four. Just dance. Othello. Othello. 
I'll bust some ass and just dance on Othello. I'll tell you that right. I'm undefeated in just dance. So I'm sorry, Kayla. No, I'm not conceited. It's a let's not go down that road. I'm far from conceited. You'll know who conceited is. He's a rapper. He's on Wild and Out. He used to be on URL. So, but now he's famous. So anyway. Yeah, I don't have no problem meeting new families, you know what I'm saying? But I feel bad for the dudes who don't have the the assurance in themselves. Cause somebody gonna sweat. And and then if you dress a certain way, like you know it's gonna be hot in that house. So you're gonna put on a jean suit and try to impress somebody, your neck gonna be wet as shit. You just gonna be in there sweating bullets like a motherfucker, asking everybody who got paper towels there. Did the fan work? The fan don't work. One of the blades is broke. All that, but you gonna have to, you gonna have to ask what a paper towel is, and you can't just get up and go get something on your own, cause this ain't your house. You knew, so you gotta sit there and deal with the sweat. Your balls start sweating. Now you worried about if you stink. It's so, it's so much pressure. Women, as soon as they walk in, oh my god, look at that dress, you're so cute, girl. I can tell he like you. Why y'all so lucky? Y'all so fucking lucky. I got, I got to deal with niggas asking me. So you got a job? Don't get me started on shady cousins, nigga. Dude, everybody got a shady cousin, bro. Everybody got a shady aunt, shady cousin. Like I come from a long line of shady-ass niggas. I'm not going to lie to you. I got some shifty-ass niggas in my family on my father's side. There's some shifty-ass niggas in my family, boy. I'll tell you that right now. My Uncle Kenny a funny nigga, but he'll start a fight in a heartbeat. He'll start a fight in a heartbeat. And just, oh, God. My, my little sister like that, too. My little sister, she likes to start arguments and then have everybody else settle it for her. <laughs> so no, my sister fight. I ain't gonna deny. I ain't gonna try to play her like that. Shout out to you, Russ. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and play play her like she's super fucking soft. But she liked to argue and have everybody else jump in. Uh, <laughs> she said, "Yo, my sister, bro, my sister's so bad. Like I, I've I've been in plenty of situations where I'm sitting in the house and, and my sister's so loud. Caress, I'm sorry, I love you. I, I got I definitely gotta say this. Um, she's so fucking loud. He's bitch, <laughs> like just and it's like to jump in the house. Yo, this bitch trying to start trouble with me. Y'all coming outside? I'm like, for what? I wasn't even there. What happened? I was in the house. Why are you yelling? Relax. This bitch trying to start a fight with me. Did you yell first? That that's not like a bitch thing to say, but I'm like, did you start it? Was it you? I know you. And that's the fucked up part about knowing somebody. It's like, what you say? Fuck you say. You coming in with a fucking bloody nose. What you said to her first? You you smacked her daughter, didn't you? I know what you did. I know you was talking shit on Twitter. On the Twitter. I know, I know. Getting on the, all on all on the gram and your feelings and shit, yo and son and and seeing that and this is a weird thing too because if you're prevalent on social media, hello, her family might know you, somebody might know you. I've been to people's jobs and niggas know me, and I'm like, I mean, I don't blame them, but that's not that's not the point I'm trying to make. I don't blame them for knowing me. That's not trying to that's not that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is like you don't know what's going to happen. You going all right. Here's how it goes. Say I'm the new man, right? I'm the new boyfriend. And I have a feeling this is going to happen to me extremely soon. This is going to happen to me soon. I'm going to end up meeting some. I always end up meeting somebody's family. Always. And then I charm the, sh- the pants off of everybody. Everybody. My, um, uh, my homegirl, Aja. Like, her aunt thinks I have a nice ass. Oh. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, she thinks I have a nice ass. Oh. So I'm not mad at it. You know, thank you. I appreciate it. I think it was her mom, too. 
It was her mom or her aunt, if I'm not mistaken. No, nigga, they caught a whole fucking eye for a peak. A peak. My back was turned the whole time. <laughs> I told you I did the I did the uh I did the painting class for her birthday. And um whenever I do a painting class, I have a joke. I have that joke for you know, for everybody who hasn't been in one of my painting sip events. Uh the joke I say, yeah, well, I have three things, three rules. Rule number one, nobody's uh no two paintings are gonna look the same. Rule number two, have fun. Rule number three, while I'm standing up here, don't look at my ass too long. And usually everybody's like, oh, it's so, nah, they laugh or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, her aunt says, well, shit, I guess I'm going to be looking now. I'm like, I like you. I like you. You're you're funny. You're funny. No, my ass don't get hot unless I I eat hot chips and I fart. (laughs) And it get get (laughs) warm. That long, and yeah, you know. Uh, her 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 aunt her aunt says something really loud about my ass, and her mom agreed, agreed with it. She's like, "I second that motion. His cheeks are beautiful." Man, I, yo, I felt I felt like I was I was in uh one of those those um male auctions, the escort auctions. I felt, I wonder how much I would sell for one of those. Like, all right, you know what? I do I do have a question. I have a question. I mean, if anybody you know, I appreciate you if you like my face. Thank you. Uh, on a scale. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, on a scale of one to ten, anybody can answer whatever. I'm, I'm gonna put it up on Instagram too. On a scale of one to ten, if I was in one of those male escort, escort auctions, do you think I would sell for a high price? One being the worst, ten, ten, ten being you in a, a extreme agreement with me that I would get the the maximum bid and go. Nobody's gonna answer. I don't give a shit. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But I, yeah, I, I felt like I was up there. Not on, like, you know, you know how it is. It's like, and and this is this is Josie's boy. He's a he's a bachelor from the south side of, of Chicago. Even though I'm not from Chicago, but it just sounds good. He's he he's he's a prevalent artist, as you can see. He's extremely fair skinned. Not to, not to be confused with non African American because his pants sets completely different. <laughs> He's he, he, he <laughs> his 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 nose and lip scream Congo. <laughs> they scream Congo. His hindquarters, ex- extremely, extremely. His 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 hindquarters sit prevalently close to his belt. And let's not forget, ladies. He's like he'll cough and you'll be impressed. Let's not forget, ladies. He wears a size eleven. You know what that means? His shoes are expensive. All right now, Kayla, you a hater? Kayla's a hater. She said I'll be a she she a five, five, a five. How dare you? How dare you? That's a starting bid. Like I'm. You know what? No, now like right now, I'm I'm offering myself as a professional cuddler and a, a professional fake boyfriend. I have package deals. You can also find out how much I cost. <laughs> I, it's it's okay. It's okay if you don't. Thank thank you, uh, Miss Brewster. I appreciate that nine and a half because of my bottom lip. So I'm gonna assume the other the other point five is it can't be because of my height. I'm not that tall. I'm five eight. I'm not that tall, so it can't be about my height. So it, it, it's probably the hat. The the other point five is the hat. There you go. So so technically a, a ten. So technically you're saying 10, nine and a half for the lip, five for the, all right, cool. 10 works. I'll take that. I'll take that. 
Yeah, but yeah, I felt like I was really on the auction block as soon as somebody started talking about my ass. Like it's it was not it wasn't weird because I'm used to those kind of compliments and shit like that. But um, it it feels good to be ogled. I I like I like I like being you know. I like I'm not gonna I don't care about being the center of attention, but I feel like I no I don't I, honest to God like, see this is the thing see but this is the thing people don't understand about me this is the shit now here's how here's how I view life people it is God's honest truth in life you either are or you aren't something and uh, real quick guys who uh, everybody watching me on Facebook Live I only have like five minutes left I'm gonna cut the stream in about five minutes so. Uh, please continue to share the video and let everybody know that, you know, I'm here. All that good stuff. You like my dance? I know you too. So, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> when it, when it comes, when it comes to attention for me, in all honesty, I never cared about to be the center of attention. Like there's some people who want to be the center of attention. There's some people who want to be the funny person. There's some people who want to control the room. It's like, you either are, or you aren't that person and I, I never i never I, since i was younger i never seeked attention see sought would it be sought after sought i never sought attention excuse me pardon me see i know english uh i, I never sought attention and um i feel like I, i've i've always i've always well from what i heard i was always like I'm, I've I've always been a great conversationalist. I'm I'm good at speaking to people. I've always been that way. Uh, but I feel like after I got hit by a car, I did when I all right. So when I was 14, I got uh, hit by like one of those. It was like a four by four. It was like one of those Grand Cherokees, something like that, like a truck like that. Uh, I got hit by a car. It ran a red light. Well, it's a truck. And when I hit, I got hit on my my right side. So I kind of like rolled. The first thing I did was uh, the first thing I did was cover my face. I could put my hands over my face, but I hit the like the right side of my head. So if if you like literally like you know the the back of somebody's head is you know curved, I guess on the right side of my head it's a little dented in. So I felt like after that happened to me, uh, it triggered something in me that made me what I am today. Uh, I mean, like wit, like I, I felt like it it. It helped my something shook my brain and my brain capabilities just came to like t- ten million percent. So when it come like when when it, when it comes to you know me holding conversations and me speaking in front of people and all that, I'm good at that. I'm really good at that. I've always been good at that. For some reason, attention follows me. It's the God's honest truth. Like I I would be so happy just being the guy sitting in the corner drawing, but I just I just can't help that the way I am just shines out. You know, uh, my I, I I met a guy named Ricky one day, uh, one time when I was working at Blink Fitness. Uh, fuck, f- fuck Blink Fitness. No, I'm lying. I can't say that because they're cool, Jim. Fuck the people I used to work with, the managers. Not Monet because I like Monet. Me and Monet are cool. Uh, big shout out to Monet, Miss Monet Lewis. Uh, when I met him, he we were talking about something. He looked me in my face. While he always looked people in the eye, he says, you know. There's like something special about you. He says you you are like literally touched by guys. I can tell. I can look at you and tell you're you're touched by God. So he just noticed you know my greatness. And for some reason, people always notice it. But when it comes to me like seeking out attention, I ne- I never care about that shit. I don't care if if I walk into a room and not one person speaks to me, I'll be happy. 
But for some reason, people gravitate towards me. And I just so happen to handle the situation well. So guess what you get after that happens? You get this. And you get to listen to the show. CallMeOnTheSilver.com. Download all your shows. You also get to follow me on Instagram. Uh, J-O-S-I-E-F-B-O-Y. All one word. Hashtag your girl's favorite artist. Facebook, make sure you follow the Facebook page. It's the same thing. So unfortunately, guys, everybody that is on my Facebook page, I'm going to cut the feed now. So uh, make sure you guys go to callmeonesilver.com to download this episode. It should be out by this weekend. You'll have something to listen to while you eat the rest of those uh, leftovers and all that good stuff. You have that. And don't forget, if you have an iPhone, which most people do, if you have an iPhone, go to your podcast app. Search Call Me When It's Over. And I want you to subscribe to my take. Is it my, yes, it's under my take. Is it Rage Because it says my take on the subscription. Is it? Uh, so it's fixed. Okay. Uh, so you just subscribe to Rageworks because there's a lot of other shows on, on there. So you can subscribe and you can see everything. But you'll, you'll be notified every time I drop an episode. And if you follow me, you'll be notified every time I drop an episode. So, yes. And uh, I'm tomorrow I'm going to announce my, my Black Friday stuff that's going on sale. Uh, for everybody's watching on Facebook, I'm going to announce all my Black Friday stuff. I'm taking Christmas orders for Black Friday. I have a few things, you know what I'm saying? But I'm starting my Christmas orders. It's only for two weeks. So if you want anything customized from me, uh, maybe bags, I don't know. But I know I'm doing toys, all that stuff. So we'll talk about that later. But anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting off the stream. CoinWinnersOver.com. I'm Joseph's boy. Thank you very much. And I shall see you guys soon. Share the video. Please let everybody know. Thank you very much. All right. Now, time to keep going. So uh, recently in the news... Of course, everybody knows the situation that happened with uh, Kanye. Kanye did a show in Sacramento a few days ago, and he cut it short after three. He did three songs and ran it for about 20 minutes. And, you know, recently he's had issues with, uh, well, supposed issues with Jay-Z. He's had problems with, uh, Beyonce and and he 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 went through a small thing real quick with Kid Cudi, but that was that was exed within like two weeks of Cudi saying some dumb shit. So you know how it is. Brothers always fight. Family always fight. Sibling sibling warfare. It's not nothing new. It's normal stuff. So Kanye cut that short, and then just recently, uh, he had a show where he. He broke down and Cuddy came, Cuddy came out and uh, he came out to console him and Kanye's crying. So after that, Kanye killed his, the rest of his tour. Now, he had dates. He was going all the way up until uh, New Year's Eve to come into New York. He had dates in a lot of other places. But uh, this is the third show, third or fourth show he's cut short. Once he lost his voice, the other one, he just ran it and then got off the stage. So he's clearly been going through a lot of stuff. And uh, if you've watched him, in it, I mean, I'm a big time Kanye Kanye fan. Like, a, I'm a huge Kanye fan. In all honesty, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm a big time Kanye fan. So you have, if you've been paying attention, he's been going through a lot of stuff. Uh, even well after his mother died, you know, the, the, the whole Taylor Swift incident, he missed out on a real big tour with him and Lady Gaga. That would have been epic if that would happen that would have been literally like life changing if that would happen uh he he lost out on a lot of things you know but then you know now he's a father uh he's a he's a married man he's a husband he's you know kanye's done a lot since his mom has died he's only been busy so recently after the show 
this uh this last show, Kanye checked himself into the hospital for mental exhaustion. Uh, he he checked into just the hospital in, in general, but against his will, he was put into the psychiatric ward or um for psychiatric treatment, which obviously is needed. Now, when I go on Instagram, when I go on Facebook, when I go on on, on Snapchat, anything, even though I don't go on Snapchat that much because. I can't wait for Snapchat to die because Instagram is about to have live feed. So hurry up and die, Snapchat. Whatever. I don't need you anymore. I'm sorry. I'm, and I'm not reverting. I don't care if Instagram dies tomorrow. I'm not going back to Snapchat. It's not happening. You're useless to me. I'm sorry. You're done. You're a cheap trick. One one trick pony. You're cheap thrill, shorty. Your sucking days are over, suck your biz. <laughs> so, yeah, I see a lot of people coming at him real, 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 like real left field. Uh, he already had to deal with the whole I miss the old Kanye uh, Kanye's crazy Kanye Kardashian this that and the other now people are like fuck that I ain't praying for Kanye fuck that shit you don't even pray for your own family blah 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 like people are going at him left and right all fucking crazy and that's fucked up that's fucked up granted like don't get me wrong yes there are a lot of things going on in the world right now like syria is still still getting bombed like they're tearing down they just recently bombed the last uh the last children's hospital and i forgot i forgot what what town it was but the last children's hospital that they had there was uh just recently bombed the other day uh then you got tsunami who had that that huge earthquake and they're anticipating a tsunami yes there's a lot of things going on you know what i'm saying but that, that, that doesn't mean that we have to just like chop down one human because he's a, a, a celebrity and he lives his life in the spotlight. Now, one thing people don't, people, the average person is not paying attention to when it comes to Kanye is not only is he a depressed human, you can see the depressed, he's been, the depression, he's been going through all these spouts of cries of, of, of help for the longest. You know what I'm saying? These rants, they call it rants. I call them streams of consciousness. Like he's telling the truth. He's just telling you how how you feel. I don't know if you I don't know if anyone out there has dealt with somebody autistic. Uh I have an autistic nephew. And um I know a lot of autistic children. And some some like they're super creative, but sometimes they act out. Not saying that Kanye's uh um Kanye's uh autistic, but I'm saying like as a creative, everybody lashes out differently, everybody comes out differently. And not only is he a depressed human, he's also an artist. Like artists are temperamental by nature, you know. Me being me being a painter myself, I know what it feels like to go through mental shit, like to deal with deal with you know slight depression and anxiety and and uh, just uncertainty. There's, there's there's a lot that artists go through, and I don't think people really understand or appreciate or just don't appreciate enough of what us as artists give to people. So this is a man who's a depressed human. Uh, who and there's a lot of people like that going through this. So I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of people like this. You have a man who's a depressed human, who you know he's lost the one person he's ever truly loved. And let's uh, and people forget right after like around the time his mother died, he broke up with his long term long term girlfriend. Like he was with Alexis Pfeiffer for I think like six seven years. You know what I'm saying? And and I know what it feels like to lose somebody you thought that was going to be your wife. That shit crushes your world. So he loses that, then loses his mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a lot to deal with, and then to to never kind of cope with it, just to keep doing things to say that you're coping with it. He, he he's broke, man. He's a broken dude, you know. And then I don't think people should be coming at him the way they do. Like I'm, I, me personally, when it comes to him, I try not to pay attention to his his uh, his personal life. Uh, like I didn't care about him marrying Kim Kardashian. Like you know, God bless him for having those kids. That's you know, everybody wants that kind of a. Everybody wants a family atmosphere. Everybody wants somebody to love. Everybody wants to be loved. 
So I'm glad that he had children. I'm glad he 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 met that that part of his life and got that done. Um a lot of people pay attention just because he's he you know he's he's a celebrity. People want to use his personal life and 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 twist it up and use their dislike for whoever he's associated with and turn that against his music. Now, speaking solely right now as a creative as a painter myself, uh us artists when we make something whether you're a writer, dancer, you're you know you're a singer, painter, sculptor, whatever, when you make something it's for self-fulfillment. It's it's coming from you. You know what I'm saying? When you're truly an artist, it's it's coming from your soul, from your your mind as corny and cliche as it sounds. It's coming from a place in your in your heart that matters. The one space I tell people all the time, you know, my my art is my everything. It's been that way. It's the one thing that's never going to leave me ever. Like never, like I, I, you know, I, I love my family. I always have my family, but my, my art is the woman, the one woman that'll never leave me ever. The only thing that's going to take me away from her is death. That's it. So you got, you got, you, you, you got to understand that us as, as artists, we give everything we have and that's all we know. So as soon as you make something, we put something out to the world. It's it's up to everyone's, you know. It's it's open to everyone's ridicule. Yes, that's cool. We 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 develop thick skin, and not everybody is as sure in their work as I am. But after a while, you develop thick skin, and you learn that all right, you know what? Shit is subjective. It is what it is. I have to make myself happy first. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, people will like your work. But Kanye goes from trying to get on, kid from Chicago, trying to get on trying to, you know, get his foot in the door. He finally does, and he, he starts re- releasing all these ideas and, and all these things. Like, people didn't pay attention after after when graduation came out. That's And people not paying attention. That's when his black fans started leaving him. Like, the true fans stayed, but a lot of his black fans started leaving. Why? Because that's when he turned pop. Big quotation marks. That's when he turned pop. Started doing the, the Daft Punk. He started doing the stadiums. He started doing, he did, was it Glast, Glastonbury? Glastonbury, I think it's called. Um, he did that. My man was everywhere. He started getting a white crowd behind him, and that's when a lot of his black fans started leaving him. So after his mom died, and then he did 808s and Heartbreaks, like people think that was a, a, a whole album, you know, well, he was supposed to be making an album about how sad he was losing his mom. But then a lot of people got mad at that because the whole album's about his his girlfriend. And in all honesty, 808s and Heartbreaks is my favorite Kanye album ever. Ever. Like, I think that's his best album ever. Um, and I've been a fan of his since, like, 2002, 2003, when I found out that he did production on the Dynasty album, which that came out, like, 2001, though. Uh, but, um, when, like, that album is not so much about one person. It's about separation from somebody that you love. And that can, that, that's easily adaptable. That's easily relatable. That's easily, uh, you know, it's, it's not easy to deal with, of course, but yes, he made one song that was clearly about his mom, but the whole theme of the album was about separation from love. And this man was lost from that day on. All he knew was, I'm going to keep going on tour. I'm going to jump into this. Like after his mom died, he didn't stop. And I don't think people understand what it's like to not stop just to keep going. It's not easy as a painter myself. Like I was raised by my grandmother. Uh, 
as as much as I go through the, the struggle I decided to deal with, the, the 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 road I decided to take, you just keep meeting walls and you keep getting punched in the mouth. You keep getting punched in the stomach. You keep getting knocked down. My grandmother always told me to just get up and keep going. You have to keep going. And that's all Kanye knew. And I don't think people respect that enough. That's all. All he knows is keep going, keep going. I have to. He feels his purpose is that big that he has to put all of this out. It's needed to be done. It's needed to be said. These ideas have to get out. And I'm I'm on the same boat. I know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? So with him dealing with depression, like people forget mental health is extremely is, is just as important as physical health. Your mental health is extremely important. And when you're a broken person, that shit could that shit could definitely take you down the road you don't want to go down. So for you to be on the internet tearing another man down because he's going through a public breakdown just because he's a celebrity. Y'all keep saying he's married to a white woman, but he's not. She's Persian. It's a big difference. Armenian. Armenian. Excuse me. She's Armenian. Uh, y'all keep down downing him. You know, when, when Kid Cudi went to rehab and Drake said whatever he said about him, like people defended him. What's the difference? There is no difference. All of these people are dealing with mental problems. And you should you should treat one the same as the other. Like stop calling people crazy. It's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 live in we live in a world where it's like, yeah, everything is ultra sensitive. That's cool. But just because somebody does something off or somebody's a little off, the first thing you do is call them crazy. And it's it's ingrained in us. It's it's normal. We see something that 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 we don't know, we're automatically calling labeling somebody a weirdo. Who's to say that person's just not going through some shit? You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that that person's just not going through something bad right now? You you know, I I would like to see there was there's some there's somebody there's somebody on my Facebook page that like I'm, usually you know how it is I'm a chatty patty usually so I'm not gonna say any names but this person went on a fucking rant and said I'm not praying for Kanye fuck that he's a spoiled brat blah blah whatever but just the week prior to that your dumbass was on Facebook telling people how you couldn't deal with all of this political shit and it's drowning you out and it's making you feel bad. It's making you sad. You can't stop crying. Ain't that the same shit? Kanye's on stage telling you, yo, I got problems. My best friend don't call me. Our daughters don't. We don't know if they're lying or not. But he's telling you, my our daughters don't play. My best friend doesn't call me. This the, like somebody that you look up to as a little brother. If this shit is real, uh, as a big brother, if this shit is real, that nigga is hurt, man. He's fucking hurt. And y'all niggas is making fun of him. That shit is stupid. That shit is fucked up in, in so many levels. Now, if that person who I'm talking about, if everybody would came at you with 100 comments saying, oh, you just being a punk, keep going, uh, stop. Like, if everybody would came at you in your time of vulnerability, you would have felt stupid. So imagine a man that has to deal with millions and millions. Yes, he chose to be in the spotlight. And he, he chose to be in the spotlight because he felt like he could make a difference. This is true. I'm not justifying any of that. But just imagine if you were on the top of a mountain and you have one million people watching your every single fucking move and you can't leave because you're on that point. The top of a mountain is a point. You know what I'm saying? Imagine it as a point. And you're standing there on a fucking needle. And there's a million people around you watching your every move. So as soon as you slip, as soon as you stumble, everybody got something to say about you. You're a regular ass nobody. Not to say you're you're nobody in life, but status wise in in, in what whatever society socialism, uh, uh, classism, whatever, whatever, whatever they want to uh, label you as, you're a fucking uh, uh, apparently we're nobody compared to these celebrities. You know what I'm saying? So right now at the totem pole, we're at the bottom. 
You know, so nobody's going to pay attention to your moves. This man can't even take a shit without somebody saying something. That goes for any celebrity. So if you got all these strong-ass people dealing with this shit for so long, Dave Chappelle said it perfectly. If you got somebody, like he said, Martin Lawrence said they were, they were out to get him. You know what I'm saying? So you got all these strong-ass people dealing with these situations and still uh, prevailing through it. Something got to be wrong with Hollywood. Something has to be wrong with the the, the society that once you once you buy into the machine, look at Kanye went from being, uh, and, and as an artist, everyone grows. I know that for a fact. If you're the same person now that you were five years ago, you're not human. You're a fucking robot. I'm sorry. You have no emotions. You have no soul. But... People are like, oh, Kanye needs to go back to the polos and this and other. No artist stays the same. A true artist. He's bigger than a rapper. Remember, he went to art school. A true artist. No artist stays the same. You know? And I'm I me personally, I'm I'm not the same as as I was a few years ago. My art is different. I'm different. My mental's different. My moves are different. Everything's different. Everything's different. Nothing's the same. So instead of bashing somebody for publicly saying how they feel. Think, just put yourself in, in their shoes. Lose somebody you love, two people that you love back to back. You know what I'm saying? Not wishing that on you. I, w- I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy. But I'm saying, if it happened to you, it would be a different story. You will want sympathy. I'm sure he don't want sympathy. But empathy is a completely different story. Understand where somebody's coming from. You know what I'm saying? And not everybody is strong enough to, to, to deal with... Uh, deal with it mentally the way he does. or And it, it, it just became too much. Like... When it comes to um, artists dealing with uh, things with, with you know mental health and because uh, I feel like as an artist it's it's a double edged sword or it's it's an even sharper sword because not only you have to deal with your regular ass mental health but you have to deal with your sanity as an artist too. Like we got to deal with the the we're at, we're at subjection to the galleries and the public word and all that shit. It's like not only are we creating for ourselves but we also got to we're putting our soul out for you. You know what I'm saying? We're we're putting everything out to be ridiculed. And now it's all that sense, somebody will ridicule it. So you got you gotta realize like we deal with so much. He's not just a regular person. He is, but he's an artist too. So that's another one. But there's a a a, a person that and I'm I'm very glad that Playground did video uh, did a video on her. because uh, I I found out about her when she did the uh when she did a collaboration with um Louis Vuitton, uh 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 Yayao Musami. Uh Musama, um, I think that's how you say her name. Yeah, uh, she she she's a, a Jap- Japanese Japanese. Yeah, she she's a Japanese artist, super dope. She did a collaboration with uh, Louis Vuitton. She's the lady that does all those polka dots. Now, mind you, this lady's like mentally ill. She's been in a, a mental institution since 1977. Uh, she came to New York in her 20s, uh, and 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 she 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 always she knew since a uh, young woman that she wanted to paint. And she would just paint every day, every day, every day. It just became like a thing. And she says that it it became so much of an obsession that it consumed her life. And she couldn't take it anymore. Like all she saw was polka dots. All she saw was the stuff that she made. She just couldn't. She wasn't normal. She knew she wasn't normal anymore. So she checked herself in to a mental institution. And she's been there since 1977. I think she's like 90 now. Like she's she's way up there in age. But um, she's a working successful artist. Like she took her mental, her mental situation, and she made it a schedule. Like now she works from across the street, uh, across the street from the mental institution that she's in. Uh, she she she. she uses whatever capability she has mentally, she works from nine to six every single day. Every single day, she just keeps making stuff, making stuff. And uh, when you look at her work, it just looks 
it looks like it doesn't make any sense, but then that this she's one of the reasons why I'm a big fan of polka dots, um, which a lot of people, you know, for me first, I'm saying that a lot of people don't know that she's a big reason why I'm a big fan of polka dots. Uh, the polka dots represent kind of like a, a repetition, like some 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 forma- formality, some some kind of uh, the a normality, uh, uh, a a routine, if 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 you would, and uh, she's known for the polka dots, so that this. She instead of instead of becoming somebody that's just like yelling and going crazy and belligerent all the time, she used her mental her mental situation to uh make herself a better artist. Um I think that's amazing. Cause there's so many people I like like reverting back to uh <clears throat> excuse me. Going you know, going back to her work, a lot of people ask her why there's so many if you if you see any of her work, which you should Google her, if you see any of her work, you'll see that she's big on polka dots and she draws uh, dicks. She draws a lot of dicks. She makes a lot of sculptures that are penises. And a lot of people will ask her, like, why? Or it's like penis-shaped things. And a lot of people ask her why. And she says, you know, uh, she's never had sex. Like, that's amazing. Like, she's never had sex. She's like 90 now. She says growing up, she thought sex was uh, bad. Because her father was, uh, he he was an adulterer, um, and she would see how how bad her her mom was, and how bad her father was, and how bad how how everybody treated sex so normally, uh, when she was growing up, that she just automatically assumed it to be bad. So she draws the penises to kind of, or she builds the penises to kind of as a a satisfaction type thing, if if you would say, to kind of. Just get that edge off of her. And I think that's amazing. That's amazing that she used her her handicap to become better at what she loved. And when you look at, like, going back to when you look at, like, autistic children, uh, a lot of people say uh, before it was autistic children couldn't do anything. They couldn't. They can, a lot of them, can, of course, there's levels. Like, a lot of autistic children can't speak. A lot of uh, autistic children are withdrawn. Um, I, like I said, I have somebody autistic in my family. My, my one of my youngest nephews, he's autistic. Uh, he he is like one of the most creative kids I've ever seen in my life. Like he, he his his speech is not that great. He can say certain things, but he you know he just he can he can make the words out, but he just can't fully pronounce the words. So. I can have a conversation with him. He's like, he's always so excited. He's always jumping up around. He has all this energy and stuff. But when you give him a pen or a marker and paper, uh, I've given him brushes and canvases and stuff. He's quiet. Like I feel like every, everybody that has some kind of mental problem or mental handicap, creativity is like their solace. It's their utopia. It's, it's, it's home. And, like I said, that's that's kind of a that's kind of a double edged sword because not only do you have to deal with this, if I would call it this sickness, this this issue, not only do you have to deal with that in normality, you also have to balance being being a creative. It's it's not easy at all. It's not easy being an artist, and the average person won't understand it. It's it's, it's usually. They'll they'll think oh you just make it put it out and it's, yeah it's 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 really not that easy when you're when you're somebody who when you're somebody who values what they do you know it's like I said you know me being a painter I've 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 I've, I've dealt with the whole uh, 
I don't I don't know if I've ever made anything that people don't like. I'm I'm gonna be honest on that part. I don't know if I've ever made anything that people just don't like. Um I've ha- I, I've 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 I think I've only been through a disagreement about my work one time. Possibly one time. Uh I was doing a live painting and um this was when I was still on my 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 uh my open mic scene, like the open mic thing. I did a, a live body painting. And um I painted a young lady, shout out to my homegirl uh Woodaline. She's she's super dope. But uh I painted her and it came out great. I had a great time, I had a lot of fun. Uh everybody, you know, showing me love. Everybody's oh, this is so dope, it's so dope. Uh somebody's mother came up to me. And she says, you know, you did a you did you did a good job, but why do you have to keep making everything with those damn lines? And now the average person probably would have felt some type of way. And they probably would have got gotten angry. Honestly, I, I just looked at her and and, and I'm I'm not I didn't laugh, but I, it's it was kind of funny to me that she felt so strongly about that. Like that, that, that was cool to me, you know, uh, that's the kind of like, if, if, if I didn't have thick skin, oh man, I would have been so fucking hurt. I'd have been so hurt, but that like, that's just little things like that. Like, not only do we have to deal with the people, uh, the normal people who don't like our stuff. It's like, we, we put our stuff out there to be ridiculed by, uh, curators and 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 review reviewers and writers and stuff for magazines like we we deal with a lot man and it's not easy taking something from your soul bits and pieces of literally bits and pieces of your soul and giving it to somebody like imagine imagine you know you're able to take your lung or you're able to take your kidney you're able to take a fucking piece of your heart literally like if your soul was tangible Imagine if you were able to just take a chunk and give it to somebody every time they ask for it. And then they throw it away. Like it didn't matter. It didn't mean anything. Clearly that shit would defeat you. It would hurt. You know what I'm saying? But the average person doesn't have to deal with that shit. The average person is, I got a job. I'm normal. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You're complacent. You're complacent. You know what I'm saying? We, us, as creatives, we give everything we have, and it's not easy. It's not e- how much time do I have left. It's not easy at all. I just feel like everybody should take time. Ten, you should take time and respect that shit. Just, 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 just respect creators. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we don't ask for much. You know what I'm saying? We just want a little bit of space. We want to make money. <laughs> We definitely we we creators aren't made to have regular ass jobs. Like we're not we're not regular people. So we're not gonna be able to deal with with the the, the public. We're not gonna be able to deal with 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 normal people because we're not normal. And and I wouldn't want to deal with like I fucking hate normal people. I hate you niggas that, that sit there and say, I need a job, I need a job. Yes, we need money, but what about your happiness too? I wanna be rich and happy. Fuck fuck being broke and sad, nigga. Or having a regular ass check and being sad. Like, I want to be rich and happy. And I'd rather fucking struggle now and deal with that shit now and get to what I want than to be fucking complacent and be like, like the real niggas that, that are hurt are y'all. 
Y'all regular ass niggas that give up on life. Y'all the niggas that are hurt. So stop making fun of people like fucking Kanye. This nigga has the world in his fucking palms. And I'm not talking about the world where y'all live in. Like he has his own world in his palms. Y'all niggas need to fucking respect that shit. Now you you gonna say something? No, because you're you're tapping on the field in which I work in and um you gotta see the the the, the type of patients that I I work with who are when it comes creatively, they'll come in aggressive or, you know, displacent, despondent. And they have creative therapy in psychiatric um, units and, and facilities for a reason. And my guy, you got to see and hear the poetry, the the artwork, the music being written. And these are all people who are just like disconnected from the world. Yeah. And it's astonishing. I had a gentleman who. I mean, I've I've seen I've I've seen it. Like uh, my sister was, I was was uh, in a, in a mental mental institution for like a year. I've I've seen it. I've went and visited her. I've I've, I've seen that shit. There it's, was there it's was amazing. a dude. I walked in on the unit and he's sitting there. He's watching Jeopardy and he's just answering every freaking question. And he's a young guy. And I'm sitting there watching and he's just nailing the shit. And I'm like, what the. F-? Sit, I sit next to him and me and him are going back and forth for certain, you know, questions. He's just knocking it out. And I looked at him and I said, what do you do? And he says, I'm a professor at Columbia. And he's like, he was like 23 years old. Well, professor. No, me- mental, mental, mental stress knows no boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and it's no like, and, and I've asked him, I said, this is your first time here? He goes, here? Yeah. He says, but. And facilities? No, nah, I'm you know this. I'm a I'm 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 a traveler. I've I've been to many different ones. He says this is my escape before I I really break down. Like this is where I come to. It's which what a lot of people don't understand. It's, it's important. We all we 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 in a in a in a world where it's so easy to just dismiss something as as weird or or fucked up like or. There's so many labels and 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 people don't under like the average person doesn't doesn't understand what it feels like to to have a mental breakdown because they can't recognize when they're having a mental breakdown. It's like you think about it, they they think stress is normal. Stress stress is put on you by 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 bullshit. Like you it's stress only stress only happens and, and, and things like this only happens when you react to it. Like you can't get high blood pressure if you don't yell, or if and, and you know if you can't you can't get stressed out if you don't yell at somebody if you don't argue. Uh, all of all of that happens because of 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 your reactions. And when it comes to somebody that 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 gives everything they have, and there's really nothing left, like you're spent mentally, physically, emotionally. There's nothing left to do. There's nothing left to do. Like you, you gave everything you had, and whenever somebody breaks down, somebody's quick to call you crazy. It's like maybe I'm the sane one because I realized there was something wrong with me. Maybe I'm the sane one because I I willingly chose to be in this place. Maybe you're the crazy one because you keep dealing with the bullshit. You don't want to look inside yourself and say something's wrong. I'm the fucking normal one. So before before you you are quick to dismiss somebody uh what well, you can you can queue up the the Bruno Mars song come and now uh before you dismiss somebody as crazy i want you to look in the fucking mirror and and, and tell me something are you happy with your life cuz if you are then you're dead 
That means it's over. No, I'm lying. I'm just joking. Uh, that that was that was mean. That was really mean. Uh, no, you. Oh the whole goal is to be happy. The whole goal is to be happy. You know what I'm saying? That is, but it's forever changing. You will always want something different. You always have a new goal. You always have something different. But before you sit there and you tell they're crazy, you call somebody crazy. Just remember, maybe they're the normal ones for realizing that something's wrong with them. And maybe you're the crazy one for dealing with bullshit. And please, like I said, I work in the field. Just because you go into a, a psychiatric unit or facility or house or you just need someone to talk to doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't. I don't I don't I, I hate hearing that when, when I tell somebody you might need help, you might need somebody to talk to, you might need some counseling or something, they go, Oh, I'm not crazy. No, I am. I don't no, care. I don't no. care if I'm crazy. Well, see, but that's that's the problem in, in with people of color. We look at we look at going to a therapist as like talking to the cops and it's not bad. I, I want I I personally, me personally right now, I would I want to go to therapy at this point in my life. I want to. There's a there, there there's a lot wrong with me and I want to know what's I want to know what's up. There's there's but so much I can I can diagnose myself. But besides all that, life is short. You know what I'm saying? If you think if 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 you think somebody else is crazy, maybe you crazy for having having fucking three kids before you're eighteen. Maybe you're crazy. Remember, if you got a toothache, you go to the dentist. Your stomach hurt, go to a doctor to get it fixed to, to get it here. Yeah, I mean, but that that that's that's necessary. Like ther- it, therapy is volun- volun- voluntarily yeah, done. You so some cases that you really need to go. But I mean, but 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 even even still, like ther- therapy is still voluntary. I get what you're trying to say, but I mean, there that profession exists for a reason. That 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 So don't be afraid to use it. And uh, I'm 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 gonna say, you know. Life is short. Be crazy. Fuck it. Just don't kill nobody. I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Thank you for vibing with me. Call me on thesolver.com. Follow me on Instagram, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word. Just be crazy. Live life. Get sexy. I'm out. when it's over.